this summer. Your local movie theater will become a tent revival for proclaiming Jesus. And you're invited to be a part of this unique evangelistic campaign. Join with believers nationwide for the Million Souls campaign to bring unsaved family and friends to watch the powerful new movie, The Firing Squad, starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. The Firing Squad tells the incredible true story about prisoners who find faith in the face of execution and transform their prison in the process. As the movie ends, co-star Kevin Sorbo comes on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ, providing an on-site opportunity to introduce family and friends to the message of Jesus. Go to FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how you can receive free tickets and more to the Firing Squad and participate in this unique theater event. Bring your friends and your family and bring your faith. That's FiringSquadFilm.com to learn more. Oh, it's Monday. What a Monday it is, too, Stu, right? I mean, nothing going on in the news. <clears throat> well, except for, uh, did you see that the uh, the ATF is redefining um, automatic weapons and uh, taking just a few triggers uh, off the market? Mm. And they don't need to go to Congress. They can get all of these things done now. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. So we have that uh, We have that going on for you. Also, something is happening in Afghanistan. I've heard something about this. We'll get into the details. Yeah. You may not have heard any of these developments, but they're shocking. Right. And the president is standing by uh, his decision. And strangely, no one will answer the question directly. Is he even competent at this point? Wait until you hear what happened on the news shows over the weekend on Sunday news shows. That and so much more on today's radio program. You can subscribe at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription. As well as uh, make sure to go to um, uh, thenazarenefund.org. It's available. Uh, still up there. We're still raising money even though you've passed the $26 million dollars is what we're at. It's an amazing thing. We have a lot of people to save and uh, not a lot of time. Biden has it handled. And in fact, you know, the uh, sycophants at ABC, I mean, they even pointed out how correct he was. Listen to this. Hey, your reporting early yesterday from the Kabul airport was frankly terrifying. We didn't talk to you in person because you were being chased out of the airport in a armored car. And you even had it much easier than the average Afghan. Right. So, so President Biden has basically said now, hey, it was a really chaotic seen four or five days ago he took control he said to make it more orderly from what you've been seeing does that hold water it's just not true i mean what 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 has happened what is fair to say is that they took control of the military side of the airport they secured the perimeter they managed to move all those people we saw on the runway those tragic scenes of people clinging on to c-17s but they didn't just go home. Of course they didn't. I mean, you know, there, there are thousands and thousands of people down there. It is a very scary, wild and dangerous place. Oh, well, but other, mean, than that, other than that, other than that, just, just like Biden said, we yeah. should say, I think that was Friday. So mm-hmm. every report says it's deteriorated since then. So that was the right. high water mark. Of yeah, well, yeah, of course, here. of course. Uh, we, we have people on the ground now in Kabul, and it is not good. Let me just give you a, 
a couple of couple of things here. I'm just reading around what I can. Uh, between 20,000 and 40,000 refugees are outside of the gates trying to get in. Uh, the DOD on Saturday was not allowing anyone in. 16,000 people were stranded inside uh, on inside the gates at the terminal and on the tarmac waiting for flights. Uh, they uh, the Taliban is. I'm just checking if this the Taliban is using biometrics along the northern border to ID Afghan uh, Afghans who worked for the coalition forces and killing them. Now, gee, how are they getting the biometric information on those people? That's a uh, hmm. huh. That's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we. Oh, oh, we did leave all of that information, didn't we? Oh, oh yeah, it was us again. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that kind of sucks. You know, it's not being mentioned at all. Is that the vice president of Afghanistan did not flee the country and was mm. saying, "Hey." I'm over here. I had, wait a minute. I'm part of the government. Trying to I'm the organize a res- president resistance, now. Right? Yeah, trying to organize a government and a resistance, and we're completely ignoring it. Mm. Well, the Taliban says. Who cares what the Taliban says? Did you see that the Taliban issued a red line to the United States government today? Yeah. yeah. A red line. Do red not line. cross this red line. Or else. Or, or else, else what? Or, yeah. What uh, What are we talking about here? I know. We had the clip a minute ago, and they're like, uh, well, the, we were trying to deal with the Afghan, uh, the uh, Taliban requirements. The Taliban requirements? Who? What, we're the United States of America. They don't require things of us. <laughs> right. what, what, what is happening? It's, it's madness. And, you know, like a, a few people put together an armed resistance in northern some a of the few northern people. Not, uh, not districts. With, not with any of the military equipment that right. we left behind. Mm. No, Just, the Taliban has it all. Right. They put together a small little resistance and drove them out of their villages. Mm. Why are we doing that throughout the whole country? Why aren't we doing that at the gates of I mean, the airport? Right. right. It, it is. It's sick. It is really sick. Uh, what's 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 happening? By the way, CBS News. They have finally, finally given us something crystal clear uh, that uh, on who to blame for the Taliban. Uh, if you've lost your crop and your land, or the Afghan <laughs> government hasn't paid enough attention to you, then of course the Taliban can come and exploit it. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, they claim that. Climate change mm-hmm. is partially mm. to blame for the rise of the Taliban. Now, when I read that first, I thought Babylon B, right? No. CBS News. Mm-hmm. CBS News. That was so. a serious point is what you're saying. That <laughs> was a okay. serious point. Uh, you know, if, if that's what, you know. Well, the only thing you can do when the temperature rises 0.9 degrees, no matter what the cause is, go to is the Taliban. Turn to Islamists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually what you do. That's pretty much what you do. Yeah, my crop has died. What do I do? Go hey, to the Taliban. Let's go murder some girls. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean? That's the normal right. response. Sharia um, law. Uh, that's it's a good the idea. only alternative to climate change. Hey, here's another one. Um, I don't know if we covered this in our agreement with the Taliban, but this should have been a big "don't do this." 
uh, to the Taliban, one of our little red lines, one of America's most wanted terrorists with a five million dollar bounty on his head is in Kabul. Mm. He's reappeared uh, and he is now one of the Taliban leaders mapping out the future of the country. His name is Khalil Harkani. Uh, and he has uh, pledged a new era for Afghanistan. He was leading prayers for the Taliban fighters at a mosque there in Kabul. Uh, the Harkanis, that's, uh, I guess, a bunch of brothers, have been blamed for some of the deadliest terror attacks across the world in recent years. Uh, they have been designated as a foreign terrorist group by the United States and United Nations. Uh, despite their reputation, they are expected to be a powerful player in the new regime following the Taliban's takeover in Afghanistan. Uh, another key leader of the Harkani network is Anus Harkani. <laughs> that is a good name. Isn't it? Now, some might say it's pronounced Anas, but I think it's Anus Harkani. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> He was also anus was in the Capitol uh-huh. on Friday. Mm. Uh, a sh- he he runs a anus runs a shadowy group. Uh, one That's of the not most, a surprise to me. Yeah. yeah, one of the most powerful networks behind the Taliban. Mm. Uh, and uh, and uh, you know they 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 they've they've been uh, on the jihad since the Soviets were in, and now they're. Mm. You know, we, we uh, the CIA used them as an asset, uh, as an asset, asset, mm-hmm. anus and mm-hmm. his group. It was an asset, was an asset mm-hmm. uh, for huh. the CIA. And that's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. we were involved in that one, too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Wow. That's a yeah. Did you guys see the picture of the Taliban before and after the CIA training. No, you, you didn't see that photo. No. On the on the top was the uh, the Taliban all gathered together with their AK-47s with their fingers on the triggers. Uh, post CIA, they all had the fingers off the trigger and uh, and in the Seriously? safety position. Yes, <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh my yes, gosh. so the CIA trained them not to put their fingers on the trigger unless you're going to shoot somebody. And I think that's what that's what they do now. No, should they have tried to train them that's to good. not shoot the nine year old children? Yes, they probably should have. Okay, I'm going to say yes we were, on that, that was in the next mm-hmm. lesson, ah, but we needed yeah, but we to left. get out of there. Yeah. We needed to get out of there. <laughs> um, did you see the uh, the mock? Of Iwo Jima? Yeah. You see this still? I don't know that I did. Uh, they have the military uniforms So this is, this uniforms is them now. in our military uniforms mm-hmm. and our all of our assets. This is them mocking Iwo Jima, oh raising the uh, uh, the flag. Oh my gosh, is that real? The Taliban flag. The Taliban flag. Over, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, this yeah. is so They're embarrassing. Mocking us. They're mocking us. I can't believe that that twitter is still allowing them facebook is still allowing them i mean mm-hmm. the taliban has a meme department now and they're mocking us i saw an article that said how how can you how can you cancel forever the former president of the united states donald <laughs> trump but you have the taliban leadership up there well they're they're following the rules of twitter that's yeah, all they're, they're following, following the, the rules, rules of twitter, of twitter. <laughs> so oh oh, mm, oh okay. okay huh all right. Wow. I can't. <laughs> I, I just don't even know keep how to. Keep them up there, I no. guess. Uh, whatever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, by the way, a, a flashback <clears throat> uh, back to 2010, a letter back in, found in 2010 revealed that Al-Qaeda targeted President Barack Obama 
but not Joe Biden, because Osama bin Laden considered Biden to be an incompetent fool <laughs> that would lead the U.S. into crisis. What? what? Where did he get that? He had forbidden Al-Qaeda huh. from trying to assassinate Joe Biden because he considered the then vice president to be incompetent. It was likely to lead the U.S. into a crisis if he were to assume the presidency. That era, Joe Biden was incompetent. What is this era, Joe Biden? (laughs) Incontinent as well. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Rudy uh, is our, our CEO of the Nazarene Fund. Rudy, welcome. How are you? Thanks, Glenn. It's good to hear your voice. Good to, good to hear you. Um, is, can you give us an update? You're on the air, by the way. Give us an update on everything you can. Yes. So we're getting we're getting our first uh, 340 passengers out as we speak. The plane is getting ready to take off. It's uh, on the ground. Cool. It's on the ground and being loaded. Yes, it is. Okay, good. Um, so that's 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 good news. A lot of the people that are boarding are extremely dehydrated. We had to we had to move aprons because the the the, the tarmac is covered in feces. There are over sixteen thousand people inside the airfield. Um, it's an absolute mess. The, the outside gate was just closed because of IED threats from ISIS. Um, Taliban are blocking people on the outside perimeter of the airport and not allowing them through. President President Biden forced- says that there's no harm coming to U.S. citizens or people they're trying to get in, that they're not being beaten by the Taliban or anything else. Can you I think that's completely false? Okay. That is completely and unequivocally false. Everything that's come out of this 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 administration has been nothing but lies right now. Our biggest obstruction has not been has not been you know our ability to extract people but it's been the u.s state department that's that's been obstructing we we cannot get a single person in the state department to support us on the diplomatic front however however right now we you know different countries that want to take people or have agreed to take people are requesting diplomatic notes from the state department that when they arrive you know one two three will happen And the State Department keeps telling us we will not write any notes. We will not give you any support whatsoever. So so we're in the middle of diplomatic wranglings trying to figure out when we go rotate people in, rotate planes in to take them out, where we're going to take them to next destination. So we're in concert talking to... We have countries that will take them. Why is our State Department not willing to say, yes, you can move them? They've been the biggest obstruction. I mean, guys in DOD that I'm working with are, are leaning forward in the saddle to help us. But the State Department, not a single soul in there is, is being helpful whatsoever. I understand a lot of congressmen and senators are angry. They're writing letters and they're, they're trying to get things moving. But, but it's been extremely slow. We've, uh, I've never, ever in my entire life seen anything so messed up and so discombobulated. It's just, it's just been a nightmare for us. But we're determined to get people out. I mean, we're figuring out different angles, different ways. The threat keeps increasing every single day uh, for the people, not and not not only from you know from the the different radical groups on the ground, but we're talking about dehydrations, people who are sick with medical conditions, and, and you know there's no food and water, uh, no bathrooms. Like I said, 
Um, so, you know, I'm, every second I hear different stories of Air Force wanting to send planes. They're focusing on American citizens, getting American citizens out. But we also have the SIVs and people who helped us. And until we clear the airfield from the inside, we can't bring people from the outside in. So that's that's the biggest dilemma right now. So so that's the part that's the part that we're trying to how solve as fast as we can. How fast is the military transport planes going in and out? Um, there are some planes coming in. I heard there's going to be a fairly big rotation of military planes coming in today, but focused on American citizens. I have not confirmed that yet. I'm trying to confirm it, um, I, and I'll, I'll be jumping on some phone calls afterwards. But um, it's 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 been. I mean, the 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 problem is is normally when you do a non-combatant evacuation, you put the Department of Defense in charge, and then basically the the State Department backbenches and supports. In this case, it's flipped around. So the State Department is trying to run the show, and the Department of Defense is in the back is backbenching. That's why it's gotten so messed up and 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 the state department is providing zero support zero help is are our other operations outside uh continuing outside uh, of the outside. airport we're uh, working yes i mean we're we're working we're working on that diligently it's just you know uh, the threats are so high right now and getting worse so, um, um, you know, without disclosing much, we're working on one piece of it, um, okay. and we're coming up with lots of different options um, as as we as we focus our attention on the airport at the same time. Um, okay, so do we have we have the first plane ready to take off here in just a few minutes? What time should that be taking off? Do you know? I think we only have a half hour on the ground, don't we? Uh, no, no, we have a little bit longer than that. Oh, okay, good. It's going to be closer to an hour and a half, two hours. But, but um, and um, yeah, we'll, yes, are, is that going to be followed by another one? Do we are we in a system yet of being able to rotate them? We we have we ha- we have currently multiple aircraft on tap. But but we are in the middle of trying to sort out the diplomatic issue on the other end. But we have to clear any more people coming in. Uh, and that is and all that's all because of the State Department. The State Department could take care of this right now. Oh, absolutely. But but nobody's stepping forward. I mean, we spent the, in, I haven't slept in three days. It's all we've been doing is calling people and, and trying to get to get this issue sorted out. My my objective has been, you know, let's get them out of Afghanistan wherever we take them and then deal with the aftermath there. But it's, it, you know, you it's hard when you fly a plane and then it gets diverted midair to, you know, to another place. And then it sits on a tarmac, in, you know, with a bunch of passengers who are dying of dehydration in the back and then you make matters worse. So um, uh, we're trying to sort that out all at okay. the same time. All right. Um, it, what can we do here that would help? Should we call our senators? Should we, what, call, what can we call, do? Call senators, call congressmen, get people, get people to, to shake the state department from the inside out and, and get them to, to, to provide us, at least some diplomatic support where we can just go. We have the assets to fly the planes. We have the people on the ground to move the people, but we just need 
at least countries that will take them uh, and and help us with that and, that that portion of it. And we also we're asking for the State Department to give these planes what diplomatic. We want go ahead. Yes, we want we want them to work through our our embassies in the various countries just to say, you know, they will give a diplomatic note and say, please, if you take these refugees for ten days or whatever. You've got them, and then you can rotate them out to next destination. At least it gives us a little bit of time to work with the bigger countries, you know, Western countries that have agreed to take, you know, refugees permanently, you know, time to cycle in other aircraft that come in and take them to final destination. Okay, good. Thank you very much, Rudy. And God bless you. We are praying for you, and millions are praying for all of the people involved on your team. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. You bet. Bye-bye. Trudy Atali, he is the uh, CEO of of the Nazarene Fund. He was on the National Security Council uh, for presidents past and uh, and been in the Air Force for, I don't even know, 30 years uh, and um, is a remarkable, remarkable man. Uh, so here's what I'd like to do. And if we can get one of our producers on the phone, let's get Ricky and Sarah uh, start to man the phone. Uh, let's get some of these these uh, senators and congressmen that we know on the phone uh, and on the air. We need you to call your senators and congressmen. There's some things that are going on that you will find out about later. We're trying not to. Uh, ruffle feathers until we can get people out. Uh, there's no reason to finger point um, uh, until we get uh, things out. But the State Department is a is a problem, is a big problem, and we need those members of Congress to to move. It is this is one of the hardest, most heartbreaking things I have ever been involved in. Uh, I, I get good news and then the rug is ripped out from underneath me. Um, the, the way this is being handled is insanity, absolute insanity. I've seen government operations and government operations don't always go your way, um, but they at least will make sense if it's a military operation, it will at least make sense to some degree. This makes no sense on what is going on. And we're a week into it. And they're still doing this. We have, what is it, nine days? Is it nine days to the 31st? I don't even know the date today. It's the 23rd today. Okay. So we are running out of time Mm -hmm. Uh, and as he's saying it's getting worse on the ground they are becoming more and more emboldened and we have to get these people out Um, and we have the planes on standby we have everything ready Uh, when i asked if we were doing some of the other things outside you don't know how people are risking their lives to help people right now we have people that are in grave, grave danger right now trying to get people to the airport. Um, you will be amazed when you hear this whole story. Uh, <clears throat> but we need you to call your senators and congressmen right now. Flood them right now. 
and tell them we need the State Department to give diplomatic passes to the airplanes that are loaded up with these refugees to to um, allow the UAE to take these people uh, and hold them for 10 days until they can go someplace else. This that we've already coordinated all of these other countries. We, we have everything we need. We have absolutely everything we need. Except the Taliban is holding the gates and stopping us from bringing in some people. We're working on workarounds for that. And then the other obstacle, and these are the two, the Taliban and our State Department. We already have everything else we need. We have the countries where they are going to be accepted, where they'll be gladly taken. We have places for them to hold until they go to their final destination. We have it all. We don't have all of the people because the Taliban, as Rudy just said, the president is lying to you. He is lying to you. They are beating people at the gates. The other the other obstacle is our State Department. I believe it's one and the same. Please call your senator and your congressman right now and ask them to please clear the problems with the State Department to get these uh, refugees out. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Sabernest Siri is known by a lot of people as Saber Rock. Uh, he is an Afghan interpreter. Uh, and now his family is being hunted by the Taliban um, because he was such a hero in helping the uh, U.S. Saber, welcome to the program. Good morning, everybody, and thank you so much, sir. Uh, how are you? I'm 50% okay because I never give up. Even I lost my fingers in the war. Even I, uh, I was on a, on a front line. But I know um, my family, they're hunting right now in Afghanistan, and they have not been saved yet. And uh, the Taliban, they're looking my family around the airport of uh, Kabul airport. But I never uh, lose hope. Uh, I just kindly ask everyone to pray for me, and we can, we can save them. So if, if, if you don't know what uh, happened to Saber, he was one of the lead guys early on in the war in the Helmand province, which was one of the most violent regions in the area. And they had to drive a wedge between the Afghani villagers and the Taliban. And all of the communication then would be driven right uh, right through uh, rock, if you will, saber rock, and um, uh, it it ended up really, really, really well. They were doing a documentary film of it at the time, and because of that, he had a three hundred thousand um, uh, dollar bounty on on his head. 
um, and and your family now are uh, it has uh, some of the family has gotten out and are in Dubai um, and we don't want to identify the family at all. But you have other uh, other members of your family that you're trying to get out and you say they're at the gates of the base. Uh, 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 yes, uh, I cannot uh, share the location right now, but they're around the airport. Um, uh, you know, I'm a little bit sad. It becomes three weeks. I couldn't sleep good. Uh, and 24 hours, I sleep one hour because I don't feel, um, uh, you know, happy. I'm very upset. I cannot eat because my, my heart and this pain is from my heart. Uh, uh, you know why? Because I fought for this country. I, I'm an American citizen, and I sacrificed for this country. They even made a documentary movie about me um, that I won uh, Amy Award, Hollywood Award. Uh, and now, uh, Mr. Joe Biden, uh, that I respect and uh, like him, I know one day he will change uh, uh, Afghanistan. I know one day he will listen to the people of uh, Afghanistan. Uh, but... Um, unfortunately, uh, he broke my heart. Mr. Joe Biden broke my heart because he um, uh, left uh, my family behind. He left the other allies behind. Um, um, so, um, you know, um, uh, some of the um, uh, military force, uh, military retire, like uh, Colonel Mark DeVito, uh, Mr. Brad Park, CEO of Hollywood Film Festival, and Nancy Rebord, especially um, uh, uh, Lucasro Brothers, that they made the movie about me, and also Congressman Chris Smith, uh, Green Barrett, Jerry Torres, they all retire army and military forces. They are helping me. Uh, but uh, and Joe Biden, uh, Mr. Joe Biden didn't. Uh, Mr. Joe Biden supposed to uh, support and save my family. He says that he says that uh, the Taliban is not beating people. It's it's not they're abiding by you know the the way they should behave in international law. I, any comment on on trusting the Taliban and what's really happening on the ground? Uh, uh, whatever he said, that uh, maybe he mentioned uh, to the social media, but I will show, I will give you proof that uh, the Taliban they are looking for uh, those people who serve for U.S. government, who serve for uh, like a general colonel. Uh, they are searching every single houses. They beat a lot of people. They 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 kill uh, my uh, family members. Uh, they beat my brothers, both brothers that they are in Dubai right now. Uh, his name is uh, Rahim Ahmadi Maher Nasseri. Uh, so they're beating everyone. I have proof. Uh, you know, the people of Afghanistan uh, uh, want peace and democracy without interfere of uh, foreigners. But uh, people of Afghanistan said, we want, majority people of Afghanistan said, we want America, we want United States forces to stay in Afghanistan for good. If not, at least they can stay for uh, 50 years because uh, United States uh, military, they're in other countries for 70 years. Mm -hmm. Why they're lifting us behind? What's our, uh, we didn't do anything. So the voice is 
the voice are from people of Afghanistan. They're innocent people of Afghanistan. Now, look, a lot of people, they're leaving Afghanistan. What does it mean? It means they don't like uh, Taliban. Majority of people of Afghanistan, majority means 99% of people of Afghanistan, they don't like Taliban. Then they're kindly requesting uh, from Mr. Joe Biden. Mr. Joe Biden can change everything, can save all people of Afghanistan as he can. So they're kindly requesting, please, Mr. Joe Biden, save us from beasts, save us from animals. Taliban are animals. So let me ask you this, um, Saber. There, the 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 Taliban army did not. St- it's not the Taliban. The Afghani army did not stand up to the Taliban. But we're seeing now all throughout the country these citizens in towns all over the country standing up and kicking them out of the area. What is what happened to the army? What happened to you know, your president. Good. Thank you so much that you break, you brought that. I graduated from political science in Afghanistan, and I'm an expert about Afghanistan. I travel all over Afghanistan. So it means that I'm telling you the truth. So uh, majority of uh, right now, uh, majority of uh, U.S. Uh, Afghan army, ANA, Afghan National Army, they are trying to join Mr. Ahmad. Uh, uh, Mr. Ahmad, which is uh, he is the son of the leader of Afghanistan, Ahmad Shah Massoud, killed by Taliban. He was the hero and champion. Now they start because 95% of Afghanistan covered by Taliban. 5%, which is Panjshir province and north, and some of the uh, province in north, they are under control of Mujahideen. Uh, they are under control of uh, the people who beat the Russia, who beat the China, who mm-hmm. beat the England, who beat the uh, Pakistan and India, whatever. But uh, what happened was the the manager, the so-called president, uh, Mr. Ashraf Ghani, uh, he uh, elected by U.S. government. He elected by president of United States, whatever was. Uh, he was the fraud driver and fascist president we ever had he was the hated president of afghanistan so then the taliban they became strong why because mr ashraf ghani was supporting taliban under table and they mr ashraf ghani released a lot of taliban mr ashraf ghani uh, brought the representative of uh, Taliban on the table. They w- Taliban was uh, was lost the war. Uh, America won the war, but Hamid Karzai, Ashraf Ghani, they support Taliban. You know the Taliban. They didn't expect that they get the all province of Afghanistan like a water. Why? Because uh, Mr. Ashraf Ghani called every core. We call, we have 11 core in Afghanistan. They call and they said, leave all your core, all your battalion for Taliban. But the people, the army, our army, Afghanistan army, and uh, they said, we can fight. We have tanks, we have helicopter, we have ammunition, and we have everything. But um, uh, Karzai 
uh, and also Ashraf Ghani said, no, leave it, leave it to them. That's why we lost Afghanistan. The problem, majority of people of Afghanistan said, if we see Ashraf Ghani anywhere, we will not leave him alone. They're very, very, very upset from so when when he left uh, because he apparently left with his family and his gold and everything else, um, it was kind of uh, it, it looked as though he was leaving because of the Taliban. He wasn't, according to you. He's he's leaving because the people were angry with him. <laughs> Correct. He left Afghanistan for two reasons. Number one, he stole fifty million thousand dollars even he didn't took five million dollars with him he gave him to the pps the reason why he left because the people was hungry on him number two he left because of the money he stole the money he got it he you know there was a three guy three person control all afghanistan number one ashraf ghani number two uh, dr uh, moheb which is he was not a doctor he was a nurse and there was another guy, Fazli, Mr. Fazli. These three gentlemen cover all Afghanistan. That's why the Taliban became upset. The people of Afghanistan became upset. They said it's better, the people of Afghanistan said, it's better that we can leave Afghanistan because these three gentlemen sold every single mine to the neighbors. Mm. But he ha- they, have three, they have two faces. Number one, the first phase is just polishers. I'm sorry to say that he polished everybody. He, um, um, you know, um, uh, he, he show his sympathy to the people. But the other phase uh, was just selling our country, our people, our army, our tanks to the um, to the enemies of the human being. Right, How including including China. Right. That's where the that's where the mines went. Of course, the copper mine from east of Afghanistan, Ahmed Karzai sold it before. Then Ashraf Ghani sold it, but they sold it and they act under table, mm. not on the table. Mm. Um, and 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 I, I'm sorry to say that kindly. Um, I'm requesting from Mr. Joe Biden, please follow and emphasize, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Ashraf Ghani, he is, he, you know, we won the war. I'm a U.S. citizen. You, United States won the war. But now Taliban, they got celebration. They got party. They said we beat Russia. We beat America. It's not true. It's not true. If United States want to win the war or jump back, they, we have one link. We have a big unit right now. They are located in north of Afghanistan. We call Panjshir province. We, the Panjshir leader, uh, Mr. Ahmad, son of Ahmad Shah Massoud, champion of Afghanistan. You can just Google it. He said we have 200 units, 200 special forces units, and the Taliban, they scared from them. Yesterday, Taliban lost three uh, villages and five cities. Right. So, operation has started. Uh, uh, the people, the northern uh, people, northern lion people, say we don't need 
support of uh, 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 United States now. Right. If United States want to support us, we are kindly requesting and welcoming American forces. We don't need military person. We need nation. We need air support. Yeah. Then we promise in one year we will get all Afghanistan. We promise that. So well, we have a strong unit now. Saber, I, I appreciate the uh, insight uh, on this, and I do hope that we uh, change our tactics here um, because we are just abandoning our friends uh, and so many women and uh, so many uh, little girls and children from having a safe future and a future of freedom. Saber Nasseri, thank you very much. Our best to you. We will pray for your family, uh, and we will do all we can to make sure that your your family is with you here as an American citizen. God bless you. Na, na, na.